What is up, Steel Studians? Happy Tuesday, November 9, 2021. Happy Victory Tuesday following a Monday night win by your Pittsburgh Steelers over the Chicago Bears, 29-27. Man, they sure don't make it easy or relaxing, do they? But the Steelers are 5-3, and and we are happy Steelers fans heading into their next contest against the Detroit Lions at 1 o'clock on Sunday. A team that is over on the season. And the Steelers have a very real chance to go 6-3, and which would set them up nicely to make a push for the postseason in their final eight contests. Today is Tuesday, November 9th. This is episode 147 of the study session and want to begin as I always do by saying thank you, thank you, thank you for your support of the Still Study. For reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast, it truly does mean the world to me. So thank you for that. My gratitude and appreciation to you. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter. Connect with me this way at Still Study. Would love to get your question, comment, feedback on the show. And then also, too, if you don't know by now, every week I record my other podcast with Jim Wexel called the Still City Insider Podcast. We're actually going to be recording tomorrow morning. That's Wednesday the 10th at 5 a.m. We will have the new podcast posted at 6, between 6 and 6.15 a.m. You want to check it out. Jim is a wealth of Steelers knowledge, insight, and experience. It's always great talking Steelers with him, and I'm sure he's going to have some gems to share about the Bears game. But let's jump into it. The Steelers win their fourth straight. Not in a really convincing fashion. It was another close win. It was sloppy. There were some moments of brilliance. There were some players who played tremendously well. There were some players who played very poorly. But that's what I do here on the show. I break it down, how this game unfolded, and what my take was on this win. First off, I will start by saying, let's frame this victory by looking at some of the teams that lost this weekend. Buffalo Bills lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was a close game, but would you rather blow a team out, win by a few points, or lose by a few points? You're going to take the win. Look at Cleveland. They beat Cincinnati, who was on that tear there for a while. Again, I point this out because a lot of people are upset with the fashion in which the Steelers won this game against the Bears. But don't forget, people, this is a win. And everybody has criticized Mike Tomlin for years about losing games they shouldn't have. Well, this very well could have been that game that they shouldn't have lost. Think of the Jets game a few years ago, back when Ben was out and it was the Mason Rudolph Duck Hodges era. This was a game that they could have lost, but they won. You can't lose sight of that. Was it pretty? No. 
Did the offensive line play well? No. Did Najee Harris, Pat Freyermuth, did they play well? Yes. Were there some nice calls by Matt Canada on offense in terms of perimeter runs? Yes. Did the offense take some steps? Now, some might agree with me, disagree with me here, but they're starting to put together a rhythmic offense in which the plays build off each other, in which there is a scheme, in which there are concepts. You saw that on display yesterday. They're manufacturing yardage. And they did so in a game in which the Bears sold out to stop the run, and they did a pretty good job of controlling it. If it wasn't for the yardage generated by some of those wide receiver perimeter runs, when Ben's giving the handoff on those motions, they wouldn't have been as effective running the football than they were. So that's one thing that jumped out to me. I, I'm liking what I'm seeing from this offense through Matt Canada. I'm liking how Ben is settling in. But what I will say is, yeah, Ben did not play well yesterday. But he still threw two touchdowns. He didn't have any any interceptions. That's a bonus. So the fact that you had players who didn't play at their highest level and you're still getting the win, I think there's something to be said for that. The offensive line did not get much of a push yesterday. Kendrick Green was routinely pressed into the backfield, disrupting the play. Dan Moore had what may have been his worst game so far this season. Trey Turner had a confounding penalty. Dotson was penalized at one point. Core four, he was okay. But just in general, across the board, that offensive line took a step back. Now, that's going to happen with this team. Again, we can't be lulled into thinking that they have this thing magically turned around. Because they don't, just because they beat the Cleveland Browns last week, that doesn't mean anything. This is still a team. Again, the identity that I spoke about with this team, this is going to be a team that has to fight, punch, kick, rip, tear, you name it. They're going to have to do all those things in order to win games. Every game is going to be a gut-wrenching dogfight. Every game. And that's all you can ask for. They just have to be able to take that type of fight to some of these better teams they're going to be playing here in a few weeks. But they're going to have to do it while generating more on offense. You can't have that type of output and be able to compete with offensive powerhouses like the Chargers or like the Titans or even throw the Ravens into that category. The Chiefs, they're going to have to be more efficient on offense. There were signs of life there. Again, I acknowledge, I, f- I feel like that that Canada offense, even though it wasn't pretty, there are indications that they are growing. But they've got to be better. Pat Freyermuth, two more touchdowns. 
He's stepping up to be a reliable target for Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger seemed a bit off yesterday. Not sure what was going on there. Didn't look like he had the normal zip that he has on his throws. Harris had a few nice carries, but there wasn't much daylight for him yesterday. The wide receivers were okay. So really not a not a spectacular game from the offense as a whole. But again, just from a schematic standpoint, from a fluidity standpoint in terms of the play calling, I saw growth. Defensively, again, we see sort of a similar pattern here in these games is they start out hot, they're shutting down the opposing team, and then as the game wears on, they begin to let the opposing team back into the contest. And that happened yesterday with the rookie quarterback. And I'll say this, Justin Fields has some talent. Not only is he mobile, he's got unparalleled arm strength. He's able to zip the ball down the field very easily. And it put a lot of pressure on the Steelers' defensive backs. The defensive backs did not have a great game for Pittsburgh. Zero interceptions in that secondary. Cameron Hayward again plays out of his mind. He had a pick. It's pretty pretty sad when your defensive end leads your defensive unit in interceptions in a contest, but Cam Hayward again played very well. Had a pick. Don't know how he caught that thing, but he did. And he continues to be solid. TJ Watt, three more sacks. Was all over the stat sheet. He is putting himself in the discussion for defensive player of the year. He continues this pace. He's going to exceed 20 sacks. Will that be enough for him to earn that award? Alex Highsmith, no sacks, but played the run well. The overall run defense wasn't great. They got gashed again. Not sure if that was by design, if they were playing the pass, but the Steelers couldn't even stop the pass effectively. Now, early on they did, but as the game wore on, they just became leaky. Devin Bush, quiet once again. Joe Schobert had some decent plays. But it wasn't a great game overall from the defense. And, again, the most important part, the Steelers get out with a win. And quickly, special teams, Ray Ray McLeod, you could put put the... Bears getting back into the game on him. His fumble that was returned for a touchdown, that's exclusively on him. That doesn't occur. The game is not as close as it was. Presley Harvin needs to be more consistent. How many times have we said that in a session? I know I advocated for him strongly following him being drafted. Um, It's been hit or miss with him. 
he's either destroying the ball or he's kicking poorly, punting poorly, and putting the Steelers in bad spots on defense. Chris Boswell. I mean, what can you say about Boz? I know he missed an extra point, but he hit three significant field goals. He recovered a fumble. And this is all after last week being in concussion protocol after getting drilled against the Browns. Man, if, the, if there's a team MVP, you might have to say it's Boswell, all these close games that they're winning. But again, keep in mind, team in development. This is not a perfect team. It's not going to be a perfect team. They're going to be growing and getting better every week, every game. There wasn't a full-on consistent pattern of improvement throughout this contest, but there were flashes of improvement. They're getting better. They are. Now, what they need to do this weekend against Detroit is show that they could play a complete game. They need a complete game. Give themselves some confidence because when they travel to Los Angeles the following week, it's game on. Stuff gets difficult. They've got to be ready to go. There's no reason the Steelers shouldn't put it on Detroit Sunday at 1 p.m. But the way these games have played out, It's foolish to expect anything than a close game that's going to drive your heart rate up and is going to come down to two or three points. The life of a Pittsburgh Steelers fan in 2021. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 147 here on The Study Session. I'm your host, Jeremy Ritz, expressing my gratitude to you, thanking you so much for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening to my work, reading my work, sharing with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Please connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. And be sure to check out the podcast that I do every week. We're going to be recording Wednesday morning. It's tomorrow at 5 a.m. It will be posted at 6 a.m., both audio version and YouTube video. So check that out on Jim's site, The Still City Insider. That is The Still City Insider podcast. Looking forward to that with Jim. And especially on a Victory Tuesday, remember... Not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are. Make it a great Tuesday, everyone. I'll see you back here tomorrow on the session out.